0: This episode, we'll be talking about the Everly Brothers album, A Date with the Everly Brothers. In the room, I have Rob, Ben, mm-hmm. and John.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A Date with the Everly Brothers is an album by the rock and roll duo, the Everly Brothers, released in October of 1960 on Warner Brothers Records. It was produced by Don Everly, and the genre is rock and also close harmony, which is a new one for me. I hadn't heard that before.
1: That's a genre? Uh,
0: that Was according to Wikipedia. Sure. <laughs> They had label problems, management woes, marital difficulties, and drug troubles, but after three years on the Cadence record label, the Everly's signed with Warner Brothers, and in 1960, they released a pair of albums, the second being A Date with the Everly Brothers. With the help of the already hit single, Kathy's Clown, the album sold 8 million copies and became the duo's biggest selling record. What did we think of A Date with the Everly Brothers?
1: I... I will love anything Everly Brothers. I'm a lifelong fan. Yeah, I'm a.
0: I thought this was a really good album, and just is right in there with the sort of beginnings of rock and roll, the pop sensibility of it. Just mm-hmm. putting in that two and a half minute song uh, with all the catches
1: and great playing, great harmonies. Mm-hmm. There are those there are those types of harmonies that you know. Technically, not only siblings can do it, but siblings do it best. You know, like, throw it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to make no. you that
1: shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean, though. Like, throughout his, like, music history, there's these, these groups of, like, singing families. And they just always have these, these tight, close harmonies. And, uh, the also, Lubins,
2: the Nelsons. The Mansons.
1: The Mansons. The Brothers Gibb. The Gibbs. Uh, but you know, I think part of that comes from you know just genetically they have very similar voices. So when those two voices that are already similar are singing these harmonies that are just like a third or less apart, you know, it just it it sounds like like one person singing in chorus, and it's a cool effect, and I, I like agree. it all the time.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, uh, there are so many hits on this album too. I was. So impressed, um, but yeah, Kathy's Clown was was the hit. I mean, yeah, it was already hit when the, this album came out. Great song, covered by uh, many times over, and then I mean, the
1: list love just hurts. goes
0: goes on. Love
1: hurts. Sweet Nazareth cover. Oh, the Nazareth cover is I think the one we
2: all knew from growing
1: up. That was the first version of the of that song I knew mm-hmm. was Nazareth, co- Nazareth cover.
0: Oh, love hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Graham Parsons and Lou Harris do a heart-wrenching cover of Love Hurts. Interesting. They do a duet. And I also, I've got the Everly Brothers doing different versions of, like, I don't know if it was, like, like B-roll or whatever, but I've got a, a recording of the Everly Brothers doing Love Hurt, but playing it as, like, an up-tempo pop number with, like, a ripping guitar solo. Oh. I like that one. It's cool because it's one of those things kind of like uh, The the Cure, like happy song, sad lyrics. Yeah. It's like an early example of that.
0: I also thought we were talking just before about the, the sort of breaks that oh, come yeah. in. And and that sort of, I feel like it, it comes in later with uh, people like the cars where they just, they have that timing, you know, that, that pops. It really makes everything sort of stand out when they have those drum rolls and mm-hmm. then you have this break and the vocals come in and you know, you're know you having all that mm-hmm. together. It just feels, I don't know, almost symmetrical in a yeah. way, the way they do the harmonies and the way that uh, the, the guitar tone mixed with uh, the
1: low drums. Low My father looked at me See that you're getting older and should have a talk with me. You'll soon be going on lots of dates as to a man.
2: Lynn Danzig uh, said that this, like, they, they embody punk rock. Like, this was punk rock before punk rock even happened because n- no one noodles on any of the solos for entirely too long. All of the uh, songs come in at two minutes thirty seconds, or you know, maybe a little more, yeah. a little less. And you know, it's more of an attitude than anything else. Me personally, I, I, I don't like the like. There's so much backstory to them, and like how shit. Things had been going before this record came out. I hate hearing people... I hate hearing a smile in a song. Like, they're putting on the facade, Mm -hmm. but underneath, like, you just crack that egg open and it's fucking rotten as shit inside. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like this on that disingenuous note of that. Like, Mm -hmm. this is... This is, like bubblegum pop but directly below there's some really fucked up shit which I'd be more into you know hearing personally um yeah i i just i don't i don't dislike the Everly brothers i just would never seek them out on my own it's always like when i was listening to this record i was like oh nick tones covered that song oh the southern <laughs> bank covered that song oh the southern bank covered that song and then i, I was like I wish Nicktones were still around. This Everly Brothers I'm bummed <laughs> <out>. <laughs> um bumming out. But yeah, I, I I get why it's important. But well, let's let's talk about
0: why did you like the Buddy Holly album though? That's that's the curious thing. I feel like Everly Brothers and the Crickets are are very similar, a very similar approach. Yes, they do have differences, and Buddy Holly's, I mean, his own thing. Don't get me wrong, but. But what if there were two of him and they were (laughs) singing (laughs)
1: harmonies?
0: He has he has different vocal hiccups and sort of a little more attitude, I would say. Texas twang, yeah, a little more twang.
2: Yeah, I I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't tell you honestly. Like just like uh, personally, like I mean that that Crickets record never stops being fucking like, hey, we're going to the sock hop. I will
1: say that this isn't my favorite Everly Brothers record. Uh, uh, I do love this record. I just like I I I, I go deep it with when it comes to Everly's, and my favorite Everly Brothers record is a, uh, uh, Gone Gone Gone. I just think it's got more rock songs, more sad songs. The 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 hard parts are harder. The slow parts are slower. I I just prefer that record a little bit. Yeah, but it didn't have Kathy's clown on it.
0: It's true, and I think that is <laughs> the difference and the reason for picking this record is definitely having that hit and Mm -hmm. the fact that it sold so much, so widely popular. And what a good song, man. Great song. Kathy's Clown is... Can we
1: listen to Kathy's Clown?
0: Amazing song. So just a little to tell you, Don and Phil, both guitarists, use vocal harmony mostly based on diatonic thirds uh, on most of the recordings. Don sang the baritone part and Phil sang the tenor part. Um... Also, strange thing, their first hit, Bye Bye Love, in 1957 was rejected by 30 other acts before they performed it.
1: Who wrote That's that? That's right? fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah but, but you can kind of see that because it's like when you think about the song and you're like, who else would have sang this and had the. The Crickets. Had, had, yeah, but had a, a certain. It has a certain mm-hmm. dynamic that mm-hmm. they, were, they could really push.
1: Bowling Green's own Donnie and Pip Everly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're actually out of. They right. uh, still have the
2: statues up down there, still, right? Well, they're is out it? of. Um, I think so. Muhlenberg County. Coal. Oh, coal country. Cole, I, mean, Cole, yeah, I mean, Bowling Green, they have a song about Bowling Green, and they're definitely running through there, but that's uh, Warren County. Okay. So they're out of Muhlenberg, which is Mama Take Me Back to Muhlenberg County.
1: Can't, because it's all loaded up in what's-his-face is train. <laughs> I forget whose song that is. Their song, Bowling Green, is awesome. Yeah. The Bowling Green girls wear their dresses country tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we only
2: have one dress? Yes, and <laughs> and keep keep it's getting older. bigger. <laughs> 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 Lovers,
1: love scars.
0: the Crickets, they also influenced, obviously, the Beatles, um, yeah. who referred to them, uh, the Beatles referred to themselves as the English Everly Brothers.
2: Uh, which is interesting, because aren't early Beatles songs kind of referred to as, like, a skiffle, right? Isn't that like a... That's early, early
1: Beatles. Right. That's, like, before they recorded The, the Everly's
2: called themselves an American skiffle band.
1: Oh. Huh. So I don't know huh. who said what first. How did... It- how did two boys from the hills of Kentucky <laughs> in 1957 know what skiffle was? Well, they got out of Yonkers County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they got to Bowling Green. Yeah,
1: cosmopolitan. <laughs> yeah, they did get to Bowling Green, where they start at a unison, and then one of them holds the unison, the other moves around it. Yes. It's so cool.
2: I, I don't. I, I don't know why I. I hate the. I can hear them smile while singing.
1: I mean, they're proud. A, a man can't crawl. He's got to stand tall. Right. Fucking okay, bugs
2: crawling around <laughs> under the shit. I think they have a
0: very All ha- the Riddling? happy voice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Everly Brothers, those harmonies, I, I understand what you're saying. They have. They seem to have a happy-go-lucky uh, element to them, just the, har- the harmonizing of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I mean the The miners that they pull in i mean are are fantastic.
2: I, I will also happily admit I'm wrong on this <laughs> no, no but no yeah uh, and y- 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 you guys know my 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 dislike of the uh the one four one four five four one progression, it's and this true. probably has a whole lot to do with why like I'm sure at the point in time when this came out like holy fucking shit, yeah, yeah, but like it it, it seems tired. I wouldn't I wouldn't seek this record out. I'd be more than happy to give more Everly Brothers a listen, so yeah. I'm probably missing something.
0: Yeah. Um, well, don't worry, because we'll have plenty of Beatles <laughs> albums to go over. God damn it.
2: <laughs> uh, personally, I wouldn't recommend this record, but there's probably... I, I'm. I i do not know if any of you guys are on board with that. I. I. I don't. I wouldn't uh, discount the Everly Brothers completely, even though I have. I have <laughs> issues. Um. I. Th- this one was not the one for me. Yeah, I, I would say an affirmative yes to this album. I wouldn't say it's one that I'm going to go out and buy. Uh, but uh, it's definitely one that I would throw on and listen to, and not be mad about it. Or if
1: someone else put it on, I have this one. Yeah. <laughs> I, <have. laughs> I think this is a great album. It has.
0: For the reasons I stated before, it's got the the pop music and, and just catchy tunes mm-hmm. um, and great production, great great singing. All right. I guess we went on a date. How was our
1: date? I love dating <laughs> Donnie and Pip. <laughs> if you're going to play us out, can you play us out on Donna Donna? Sure. I got stuck with a chick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Next episode, we will be talking about Jimmy Smith back at the chicken shack. Who? Thanks, guys.
2: Thanks, buddy.